This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 8 of our fantasy football podcast, Luton Digital. I'm joined by my host, Steve. How are you today, Steve? Not too bad, thank you, Samo. It's been a long time since the last game week. I've lost touch a bit, so I'm looking forward to today's episode to for you to tell me what's been happening, because I've been asleep for the last couple of weeks. So... Have we had any emails and feedback really since the last podcast, Sam? No, I don't think we have. So, but obviously, a great chance to get in touch with us at on via Twitter or LutonDigital.com. Um, so, straight on to reflections from last week, Sam. What are the main points from the last game week many, many years ago? Liverpool have rewarded managers with Salah, Robertson and Alexander-Arnold. Robertson and Alexander-Arnold both got clean sheets and assists, while Salah did score. So if you have either of them three players, you have, they've both got all got a shed load of points. As for another reflection, it appears Fulham, you, you listeners to this podcast probably are already aware of this, but for those who are not, Fulham have sacked their current manager and appointed Claudio, Claudio Ranieri as their new manager. Yeah, and he wasn't first choice, was he? Because they tried for Wenger and various other... It was any, whoever answered the phone when the chairman decided to uh, to ring someone. So Ranieri it is. So does this mean we should go out and uh, smash up some Fulham attackers or defenders? Well, we'll have to wait and see, but the last time Claudio Ranieri took charge of a Premier League club, they won the league, so just be a bit careful. Yeah, but a lot of people say that was down to the previous manager, Pearson, who set them up, and then Ranieri benefited. But anyway, we won't get into that because we don't want to annoy the thousands of Leicester fans who listen to this podcast. So any more reflections, Sam, otherwise we will move on. I think it's time to move on. Manager of the Week Now for Manager of the Week This week's winner is Kieran Whose team is Imaginary Madrid With 72 points Let's take a quick look at his team here He seems to have Captain Aguero He has Mkhitaryan, Fraser, Van Dijk, Robertson and Alonso For his points Why is Captain Pickford for some reason? Well Pickford did get 7 points But yeah, fine effort this week from Kier- from Kieran, Mkhitaryan and Milosevic. Not sure about them and Willian as well. And he's got two injuries on the bench. I was looking at Willian's stats the other day, actually, Sam. It's how sad life has got. And you know Hazard is top with eighty-two or something, and Alonso's second. Who is third with just forty-nine? The third best scoring Chelsea player. I have given you the answer Willian. in the previous minute. It's correct, it's Willian. So, yeah, uh, I think the lesson there, only two Chelsea players worth having at the moment. So, Kieran Byrne, the West Ham fan, and that massive 72 points has taken him into 14th place. Will his streak continue? 
And now let's move on to the league table. In first place is still Sam with Bangers and Mash. He got 56 points this week and he's on 780. And behind him is Alex with the Sick Boys, who's um, 25 off of him with 62 this week. And in third place is my own team with only 48 points, which is A very disappointing great. week for you, Sam. And I've noticed there that not only... Is that a disappointing week? But you've been joined in third equal place by Mr. Tom Kershaw, the season's most improved manager. Well done, Tom. And he is in 53-point heaven with 732, the same as you. And I suspect he may go above you this week. Champions League places, we've got Danny Morgan, 719... Uh, four more specials. They're a good side. Uh, back on the charge. 52 points this week. Good score. Uh, Cameron Taylor suffering a bit down into seventh. And then uh, the rest of the people are, are nowhere. Um, so. Talking points. Now is, is it's talking points. My first talking point I've got here, Steve. Is Mendy and Johnny both injured this week? What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not its not really a talking point, is it? It's um, something that's happened to do with the game week, so it should really have been in a different section of the show, I suggest. But you're right, Mendy and Johnny are out, and coincidentally, those are two of the changes I have made this game week, but that's a separate section. So let's move on to your second talking point. My second talking point I've got here is, is it worth considering Martial or Richarlison, or even both, like you have? Well, this is a very odd talking point because you'll find that the senior managers, the managers who've played this game for a while, for many years, have already got both Martial and Richarlison. My third talking point is Wolves have Huddersfield at home, then Cardiff is as their next two fixtures. Do you suggest bringing Wolves players in? I already have Jimenez and Dotty and Bennett. I like I like that one, Sam. I didn't really like your first two talking points, if I'm honest. But I was thinking this last night. Wolves with that game, I could I do expect them to go big, big, big. With uh, probably twenty shots, they're averaging in some of these games, and I've only got two two coverage now that poor old Johnny has injured himself. So even though we advised Helen Jerome to get rid of Neves, I'm just thinking if he's got twenty shots in those two games, is it worth bringing him back for the penalties that are bound to happen? Trouble with that is when you've got a power midfield like my team. There's no room for Nevers at the moment. Who do you drop? But I think we should talk about that later in the section of the show we call My Team, Your Team. That's it for talking points this week. I have got an extra talking point, Sam. Is, is it acceptable for your son to copy the transfers that somebody makes? Well, may I just say that if if you have two players who are very popular and very they're not exactly they're not exactly differentials you have Just, you shouldn't be looking at my team Sam you should be looking at Tom Kershaw's team no he's your threat I was searching all week what to do my transfers I had no idea what to do 
then it you came at to my me. team and you got some inspiration. No, it wasn't actually. I had an idea that I needed to bring Richarlison in from 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 the minute this week ended. The minute I saw he had Cardiff next week, so I but I didn't have enough money, so I decided what I could do. Because I thought I thought I would have to drop a grower, but decided not to. And once Mendy was injured, I realised I could bring in a mystery player who I reveal in a bit in my team, your team. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. Okay, let's go straight to the game week preview, game week 13. Uh, we are th- a third of the way through the season with this uh, this game week. And back after the international break, let's look at the fixtures. Sam, give us your view of each of these games, starting with the absolute classic down at on the south coast, Brighton-Leicester. I think this game will be a draw, pro- probably 1-1. I go 1-0 Brighton, Glenn Murray to score. Then we have Everton versus Cardiff. I'm not sure about this one. I think Everton will win. But you never know of Cardiff. They've been a bit unpredictable at times this season. They don't have the worst defence, but they're not they're not really that creative in attack either. But they did win last week. 2 or 3-0 for me to Everton. Quite straightforward. Rich Allison going to get some of them. Or if it's not Rich Allison, it'll be Walcott. Or one of those Everton attackers. Fulham Southampton, Fulham under new management against Southampton. I'm really done all that much. Uh, how do you see this one going? I think Fulham will have a na- will have a narrow win. I expect them to start strong under Ranieri. Wouldn't surprise me if this ends up nil nil, which I know is a bit weird because uh, Ranieri was quite attacking. But Southampton, not too bad defensively. They don't score goals. And maybe he'll just go a bit defensive. Ranieri, first game, 0-0. Uh, United-Palace. Well, Palace did hold Arsenal a, a few weeks back to a draw. I think United will beat Palace, though. Maybe in the 90th minute in extra time, like they have done a few times this season. Yeah, difficult to predict. And will he bring... Lukaku back for this, uh, or will he remain on the bench? Um, I think you're probably right. I'll go maybe 1-0, 1 1-0, 2-1, something like that. Watford, Liverpool, big one this one. Sam, who's going to get the points? Well, this time, not not this time, this fixture last year, I think Mo Salah went big and got four goals. No, that was the one at Anfield, but... Uh... It was the same match, but obviously in the reverse. But do you see that happening? Because Watford aren't too bad at home. Uh, we advise everyone to sell Watford players, but we were wrong. I think Watford will score, but I think Liverpool will win. 3-1 okay. Liverpool. 3-1 Liverpool, OK, fair enough. West Ham City. I've watched this live for the last couple of years, and I remember a famous one where they interviewed the chairman of West Ham and somebody else, and the interviewer said to them, the good times are really returning to West Ham, because they just moved into the stadium, or it just, and um, he said, yes, I th- really think you're going to see the evidence of that tonight, and City promptly went and won 6-0, so, or it might have been 5-0, so I always think, look at a West Ham City game, there's going to be goals for City, probably four of them, 
How many West Ham get? I'm not sure, but I've actually dropped an Altovic sneak preview. Uh, he's on the bench for me this game because I don't see West Ham scoring. Probably completely wrong. Your view, Sam. The score line, please. I think... Tough to say because it is just after an international game week, but I don't want to underestimate Man City. I think just just a two 0 for me for, for Man City. I think it'll be a very comfortable game for them. I don't see West Ham posing much of a threat to the Man City defence. Spurs Chelsea. Uh, we were at Wembley on Sunday to see England's magnificent victory. Obviously, that game had a lot of atmosphere because a lot of passionate England fans. This one in front of um, eighty thousand Spurs fans or probably won't have as much atmosphere but your 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 scoreline Sam um I think I'm expecting a draw for this game probably be quite even Bournemouth Arsenal well if it's like the Bournemouth United game that game will see Bournemouth take a 2-0 lead and then in the second half Arsenal come back and snatch the points I just clarify to our views that it was a one nil lead. Sorry for interrupting you there, Steve, but They're I better think... in the first half as a point, isn't it? Bold Bournemouth yeah. and then they tend to hang on. So or or, or capitulate. Wolves Huddersfield, this is the one I'm looking forward to. It's the four o'clock kickoff. Usually obviously it wouldn't be a game we would would be interested, we'd be playing PlayStation or something else. More interested on a Sunday afternoon. But this one we'll all be watching with our Wolves investments. Let's Let's go mad and say Wolves are going to win that six by six goals. Well, six Hudders- nil or seven one. Huddersfield have scored the last few weeks. Yeah, they'll be. I think they'll score. So right, let's go seven one. But I think we'll, this is the game that we've all been waiting for Wolves to go mad. This is the game week it will happen. You need to have Jimenez. Let's hope uh, Doherty's uh, face problem has fixed itself. Um, and if you're listening, Helen, uh, time to bring back all your Wolves players. Uh, for this game Burnley Newcastle Monday night clashes with the uh, Coronation Street omnibus and I'm a celebrity so we'll probably skip it do you see that being 0-0 or I mean Newcastle I think they've won two on the spin haven't they they're in form Newcastle I think they have both been at home though haven't they those games Um, I'm going to go for a like you previously said I'm going to go for a 0-0 you're going to go for a 0-0 Sam and that is the Game Week Preview. Help me, please. So, it's time for our most requested, popular section of the show, uh, where one manager each week steps into the surgery. And Sam gives his suggestions for how the team can be improved. This week we are talking about a lovely young man from Cambridgeshire uh, called Thomas. And his team, Maratta Out, have been on something of a charge. They were near the bottom. They're now 22nd, so they've climbed at least five places. And Maratta Out with 560. Let's have a look now in depth at this team and see, Sam... How you can improve it. Let's start with the keepers. So the keepers are Hart and Hennessy. I think don't see too much of a problem there. I think they're all right. Well, Hart coming off the back of ten points last game week. So yes, nothing wrong there. Alonso, As, Buliqueta, Doherty, 
Alexander Arnold and Wan Bizaka. Now you're a Chelsea fan, so we've obviously got some Chelsea bias there. Sam, what would you do with that, if anything? I think as pro- I think having two Chelsea defenders isn't that great. So I would replace Azpilicueta with another defender. Who do you suggest, Steve? Well, I don't think I'd do that, Sam. Too, because if you look at the points there last game week, you've got a good example. Oh, he's got he's collected fourteen from Alonso and Azpilicueta. But um, Alexander Arnold, he's left on the bench with his big eleven points, and uh, and that at this level is criminal. Uh, I. I I don't think I would would change that defence at this stage. Let's see what we can do in the midfield with Pereira, the Watford fella, Salah, Brooks, Barkley and Martial. I would look to upgrade Pereira to Richardson, maybe, or get rid of Barkley or even Brooks. But I think we need to get Richardson in there. Even if you have enough money, you could even try and get Martial. He's got Martial. Oh, sorry, yeah. my mistake. Uh, I mean, again, that, that looks a good time. I mean, what, one thing we have to bear in mind here, Sam, is this is a manager who, not afraid of a transfer. And actually, a little bit of homework for you. If you could go through the 28 managers by the time we pod again, and just total up how many man, how many transfers each make. Well, next week we'll have a new feature called King or Queen of the Transfers. Find out who's made the most, who's made the least. So stand by for that. But three game week transfers. I'm not sure if that's this week or the previous week. 24 transfers in total. And I think, again, that's that's pretty good. The one I don't like there, I'll be honest with you, the two I don't like are Brooks and Barkley. Just simply not consistent or heavy points enough. What I'd be tempted to do there is downgrade one of them to Neves for the penalties and upgrade the other one to... Richardson, if you can afford it. Let's see what we can do up front with this uh, lineup of Bangayang, Aguero, and Jimenez. I'm not sure about Aubameyang. He did captain. He was captain for a huge four points. But you can see why he's done it because he he got the twelve the previous two game weeks, didn't he? Coming off the bench. That is true. But big. He was probably unlucky there. But why you would captain a Bangayang over? solid player like Aguero I think if you've got Aguero and you've got Salah you're going to captain one of Aguero and Salah and and if a banging hand bangs in two then you get his points but if you put the armband on him I think you're putting too much pressure on the lad so in summary Sam how would you uh, what would you tweak this team let's have 60 seconds your advice I would consider man. downgrading Aubameyang to Wilson or Arnautovic where both them players' teams face tough fixtures this week and then I'm upgrading Barkley, Pereira or Brooks to a better player like even above, even above Richarlison maybe maybe you could even make room for Sterling if you downgraded some other players We don't need a lot of money for Sterling but interesting I must admit, Sam, of all the managers we've looked at, I think this, this side is certainly looks one of the strongest. Uh, he may have been... it. Maybe our advice is just to stop on the transfers and just give this side five or three or four weeks just to bed in, save your points, see how it gets on. Because I can see big, big things from this team. I think the safe move would be to bring in Richarlison. And you have left... He's got 1.4 in the bank. 
You have left 20 points on the bench. Yeah, so Just maybe be paying a bit more attention on that Friday evening uh, when you're planning your t- make sure you get your team right for the weekend because as Samo rightly says, there are two pretty big issues there on the bench that you've left 18 points. And in fact, Sam, I think I'm right in saying had those 18 been on the pitch, we'd be talking about the manager of the week. Time for the section of the show where we discuss our changes. For my team, I'll be getting rid of the injured Mendy and Fraser for Alexander-Arnold and Richarlison. Um, Thank you for asking, Sam. Yes, so for my team this game week, uh, two changes uh, likely. Uh, We get rid of Mendy. We get rid of... Johnny, and in, steaming in, come Alexander-Arnold, which is a bit of a reactive one, but I had did have him before, um, and he's obviously got the goal threat. And the risk I'm taking, Sam, and why I think that Brighton game will be 1-0, is I am bringing in the New England call-up, uh, Mr Dunk, because even last season, he, I think he got quite a few own goals last season, but he is, he's got the height, he's a threat, at the set piece and hopefully against Leicester he will go mad and he did score I think it was either last week or the week before that is a danger because it's another reactive move that he's got two in two in two don't rule out Sam one more change from my side if I go with that little hunch on the Neves because I've got a bit of money I haven't got any money I've got a little bit of money from from saving on Mendy and if you look at the team at the moment Martial is yellow flagged obviously he could come in I just get the feeling that he even it, it, can you put him down for two goals a game I think I can tell you that Martial has trained with the United team in midweek so I think he'll be ready to go let's just discuss the fact that you've decided to bench Arnautovic well I bench him because they're playing City yeah so oh. I can't see. Uh, I think they'll get maybe thirty percent possession, and I don't think they'll get that many chances. So that's the honest view from 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 previous games. So Sam, what is next on this pod? Now for the f- final bit of the show is. My captain choice this week is Richarlison, who is at home to Cardiff. I brought him in this week. I think most of the managers in the top half of the league have him, so I've decided to captain him to maximise his points potential. I think that's that is really bold, Sam. That is actually, if I, you know, may say, a golden gamble. I am going a slightly safer one with Salah away at Watford because uh, he does like playing Watford, as we've talked about before. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our this week's episode of the Luton Digital Podcast. Make sure to leave your thoughts and comments 
Yes, indeed, Sam. Nice, nice little pause there. Uh, you're obviously exhausted. I think that may be our longest ever podcast. There was a lot to get through. Good luck, managers. Speak to you next week. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.